In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at five different Upwork profiles, all of which have made over 100K total or more, one of which has made over $400,000 as a freelancer on Upwork, and by the way, did that in less than 51 jobs. So we're going to be breaking these down, analyzing them, see what we can learn, and see what what we can gather in terms of how we can build our Upwork profiles to be more to to rank better to to convince clients be more persuasive and so forth so all that coming up in this episode there's a lot of developers who have a lot of opinions about what you need to do this coding thing for a living and be good at it but i often find that their opinions tend to be better for them than they are for you and that's part of the reason why i created this podcast to cut through the crap and give it to you straight you won't always like me, you won't always agree with me, but I will tell you the truth. I'm John Morris, and welcome to The John Morris Show. Now let's quit the yakking and get to it. Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. As I said, this one we're going to be breaking down five different Upwork profiles and pulling out the trends among them, see what we can learn from them, and give us some insight into how to go about writing our own Upwork profiles. Now, a couple caveats with this, you know, if you're listening to the audio only version of this, if you go to johnmorrisshow.com slash uh, 236, that'll take you to the show notes page for this episode and you will be able to, I'll have the links for all of these profiles because you're listening to the audio only version, you're gonna not going to be able to see these profiles like you will if you're on YouTube. So you can go to each one of those profiles and kind of click through on them and take a look at them as I talk about them. And I'll be sure to mention the names uh, and so forth. So again, johnmorrisshow.com slash 236 for that show notes page. The other thing before I get into all this, I do want to mention I'm going to be a little bit more kind of direct about this because this is one of those things that I really truly believe can help you out. But one of the things that I did, you know, I've, I've talked about Upwork in the past before and the things that I did and so forth. Well, a lot of that came from my own experience, but it also came from doing this exact sort of thing, actually taking some time to sit and look at profiles on Upwork and uh, figure out, analyze, and, and, and all the training and things that I learned in terms of marketing from doing direct face-to-face sales and just being into marketing, majoring in it in college, running my own business, and so forth, using all of that to everything that I learned to analyze these profiles and break down sort of a formula. And so what I developed uh, is in in early in my career is a formula for building your profile for writing your overview, all of that sort of thing that, again, allows you to rank higher in Upwork than you probably should right off the bat, and then also be persuasive to clients who actually click through on your profile and make them want to hire you. So I developed a formula for doing that, and that's what I put in my Upwork 101 course, which you can 
learn more about it, upwork101.com. But I want to encourage you to go over there uh, and take a look at that and take a look at some of what people have said uh, about that course because it's going to, we're going to talk about a lot about this today, but that actually, that course actually takes you from the very beginning step by step, how to figure it out for your for yourself, for what you're doing, how to, to, to create your profile in a way uh, again, that helps you to rank higher, help makes clients want to hire you and so forth. So I want to strongly encourage you to check that out. Again, it's upwork101.com. All right, with that out of the way, let's get into this. So first off, I always like to start with big picture conceptual things. So the big lesson from this that if you don't take away anything else from it that I want you to get is to is this idea of modeling success. And it's one of the easiest ways that you can figure out what works and what you can do in your own stuff to to have success. Now, it, it's it's more than just you're not going there to 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 copy what somebody is doing. A, that's unethical. But B, it's not actually going to work because you are probably doing something different than what this person does. You're a different kind of person. You have different experiences, all that sort of thing. So. You're not going to be able to just go and copy. You have to learn how to how to model, how to break down what they're doing into principles and into formulas and processes and so forth. And that can take a while, which is why I've created a course where I kind of do that for you to, if you want to shortcut that route. But this whole idea of modeling success is something that you can use in all areas of your life, whatever it is that you want to do and whatever goal you have, go find someone who's already done it and done it at a high level and figure out how they're doing it and break that down and then take what you learn from that and implement it in your own stuff. So that's that's kind of the big lesson, but I want to get into some specifics here and show you some of the things that we can learn from these profiles. So the first profile that we're looking at here is the profile of Stephen K. This is the 400K freelancer over on Upwork. And when I look at this, there are some things that immediately stick out to me. So first off, you can see that he, in terms of him marketing himself, he's very, very specific. He's a certified Magento developer and then plus. But he's really is focusing in on being a Magento developer. And if you read his overview, it starts off with Magento Certified Developer Plus with six years experiencing experience designing and implementing Magento 1 and Magento 2 community and enterprise. And then, so what I want you to note about this is he starts off right off the bat. He doesn't talk about how reliable he is. He doesn't you know, get into to talking about even what he does. He starts right off the bat giving you some sort of proof, like telling you what he's done. Six years experience designing these specific sort of applications and that he's a certified uh, Magento developer. So this is one of the things that's always important with your profile is you really want to lead with proof whatever proof you have. You don't want to say, I'm reliable. You don't want to say, I am experienced. You want to give them something that actually demonstrates that you're that, being certified, having six years experience. Now, yeah, you could make that stuff up, 
But when you're talking about categories of proof, saying I am reliable or saying I am experienced versus saying I have six years experience and I'm certified, they're two really different sort of categories. One is talking about what you've done. One is just a claim that you're making. You really want to try to avoid claims uh, because ultimately people see those as your opinions. Whereas saying you're a certified developer plus, you either are or you aren't. There's no opinion there. You either have six years experience or you don't. So there's no opinion there. So again, you want to lead with proof as much uh, as possible here. Uh, he says skill set includes front end theming, design using jQuery, CSS, less SAS, Photoshop, back end skills include, et cetera, et cetera. Point here is that he starts with the proof and then he leads into this is what I do. So this is a, a very uh, standard sort of formula. Uh, that you that you want to use proof and then this is what I do this is one of the things I talk about constantly you just need to tell people I specialize in so he very much specializes in being a, a, a Magento developer All right so again proof this is what I do and then if you look one of the things that's really important here if you look at what he actual his actual job history Magento certified PHP senior developer Listen up, upgrade to Magento 2. Magento ongoing work. Magento development. I need a Magento programmer. Fusion Magento websites. Now, obviously, the clients are picking these names. These are the names that the clients made. But you would see they all involve in uh, Magento. Grading Fusion Firearms Magento website. Ongoing website maintenance. Maybe that's a little different. Magento developer needed. Magento development. So literally every job that he's taken is related to Magento. And that doesn't happen by accident. That's him choosing which jobs he wants to work on. And then if we come down here to skills, Magento, Magento 2 are listed right off the top. His certifications, Magento Certified Front-End Developer, Magento Certified Developer Plus. Those are the only two certifications he lists. And then he has the one test that he has is the ODES readiness test. He doesn't have any other tests on here. So what I want to point out to you is just how, again, I talk a lot about targeting, and you guys may think I'm crazy talking about this, and I harp on it way too much. That's exactly what this guy does. It is Magento, and that's it. That's what his certifications are. That's what his overview talks about. That's what all his job history is. And and he has that and nothing more. He doesn't add on a bunch of extra stuff to try to, you know, make him look like he he knows all this stuff. He focuses solely on Magento, and that's it. And in his overview, it's proof into this is what I do. Okay. All right. So the next one we'll take a look at is Andy J. Now Andy J says he's a web developer, so that's a little bit more vague. I I would me personally, I would prefer you know him going with something a little bit more specific than that, but. If you look at what he says here, he starts off, it says top-rated Upwork contractor. Now, that's a thing on Upwork being top-rated. So it's not just saying, hey, I'm top-rated, I'm, I'm really good. But he actually has a tag called top-rated. So that's an actual designation, and you can see whether he has that or not. So that actually is an element of proof. Kind of sounds like a claim, but if you're familiar with Upwork, you know that that's, he either has it or he doesn't. It's a fact. So he starts off with that. He could probably give a little bit more proof there, but he goes right into what he specializes in. And he actually uses the words that I 
always tell you guys to use. He says, I specialize in, and it's responsive, mobile-friendly WordPress website, creating custom themes as well as modifying existing themes, plugins, and writing custom code needed to achieve my client's goal. I also have extensive experience integrating the WooCommerce shopping cart system for e-commerce websites, as well as working with the WordPress REST API. So this is what I'm saying. He could actually be more targeted if he went from his title being uh, web developer to WordPress web developer, because it seems like most of what he's focusing on here related is, relates to WordPress. So then he says, over the past 10 years. So again, this is a proof trigger. This isn't, I'm experienced, but it's communicating that he's experienced. So it's about communicating the things you want to communicate in a fact-based way. So I've been a developer for 10 years. That says the same thing as I'm experienced. That tells the client you're experienced without you actually making a claim of I'm experienced. You just tell them a fact. I've been a developer for 10 years. So he's I've developed a wide range of websites using HTML5, CSS3, CSS PHP, MySQL, and JavaScript, including sites for startup companies, small businesses, and individuals, et cetera, et cetera. And then he goes into I can help you or your business create a website from design to concept. And he talks more about what he does. So he's bouncing back between what he's done and what he can do for you. When you're talking about what you've done, you're basically talking about proof. And when you're talking about what you can do for the client, you're talking about what you specialize in. Now, how targeted you want to go, all that depends on the words you use. But again, uh, being provide, he's doing the same thing. He's providing proof. And he also is uh, telling you what he, he, he does. You notice in here, there's nowhere in here that I see that he says, I'm reliable or you know I, I communicate well or he doesn't really make a ton of claims. The only real claim he makes is, I can help you or your business create a website for, from design concept to completed polished professional site. That's somewhat of a claim, but it also is just kind of talking about what you do. So, uh, again, uh, very, very uh, oriented around this idea of proof and this is what I do. This is what I specialize in. Now, if you look at his job history, it, it does seem like it's a little bit kind of a little bit more all over the place. He has a WordPress mobile site upgrade. But you do see here he has uh, development of small business e-commerce. I wonder if he maybe actually used WooCommerce for that, even though it doesn't say WooCommerce, because here it's performance improvement for WooCommerce, WooCommerce help, his WordPress assistant, WordPress and e-commerce. Uh, this is error establishing database connection, WordPress developer, uh, changing I'm on homepage, frontline church, additional web work. So it does change a little bit from here to there. But a lot of it is focused on WooCommerce and WordPress. Again, why I would say he might be better off changing his title from web developer. Here, the one thing I want you to note with his portfolio is the visual appeal. Most of these have some pretty good visual appeal to them. That's really, really important with your portfolio. Here, we've got HTML5, CSS3, WordPress, content management, website development. Um, he's taken the WordPress test. ODES readiness test, the HTML test, English spelling, and U.S. basic English test. So you can see he focused on, he, he added a little bit more in terms of letting them know that he knows English, although a 3.75 on the English uh, basic skills test may not um, 
that may be something you might not want to put on there. Um, but again, he focused on showing those tests, his WordPress test, his HTML test. Again, his WordPress test really isn't all that great. It might be better off not showing that. But he's not quite as targeted as the other guy in terms of you know necessarily what he's in, in certain places, his title. Although his overview really is, his job history actually is is fairly, it's focused on WordPress and WooCommerce. Um, in, and his tests, you know, the one major as WordPress and HTML are the only two major technical tests that he have. He has. He'd have to look through his portfolio a little bit more. But again, following that same idea in general. All right, the next one is Joseph D. So Zencart, WordPress, and Bootstrap Design. So he starts off and says, I'm honored to be in the top 5% of web developers on Upwork and have built hundreds of websites over the past uh, 15 years. I've seen a lot from the early dot-com days through my management days as webmaster, and I'm still loving it. This is a proof line. I'm in the top 5% of web developers on Upwork. I've built hundreds of websites. I've done it for the past 15 years. He's basically speaking to experience when he says, I've seen a lot from the early dot-com days through my management days as a webmaster. That's all him just hitting you with, these are things that I've done. These are elements of proof, etc. Uh, he continues on, locating the US, USA with extensive experience in Zencart, e-commerce, WordPress. So this is what I do. I specialize in these things. Um, and then all new sites are responsive and mobile friendly with a mo- good mix of design, organization, programming skills. I strive to be the only guy you'll need for all your uh, web needs. Let's work together and make your site the best it can be. So he's kind of making his pitch. He does go into, I'm thorough, easy to work with. So those are claims, but after he's given you some of the proof that he's given you at, uh, at the beginning, you can start to make a little bit more of those sort of claims. But the big one here is, and we'll speak with you on the phone. That's probably the number one question that I get from clients whenever someone approaches me about a job. It's, can we talk on the phone? So actually saying that right off the bat probably gives him a big leg up. So that's that's a, a, a really good thing there to put if you're willing to do that. He says, most of my clients opt to keep projects open, essentially keeping me on retainer for ongoing updates and general maintenance. Now, why would he say that? If you think, just step back and think for a second. Why would he say that? Why would he put that there? That is social proof. There's no other reason to write that than social proof. This is what most of my clients do. So he's, he's trying to take uh, what other people do and show that to you as a way of providing proof that he's a good developer. Um, and so then he kind of goes in um, and he talks about learn more about me and my work at Embryo Design which is kind of writing the line of the Upwork, <laughs> the Upwork <laughs> terms of service because you're not supposed to point people to stuff outside of of Upwork. He doesn't actually give the URL, but he does mention it here. Um, keep in mind, I run all my projects through Upwork at my hour late and do not just accept jobs outside of Upwork. They're awesome. So that's how he's hedging that. So he's telling you to go visit his his website, but he actually pushes everything back to Upwork. So that's probably why he gets away with that. Uh, if we look at his his job history here, let's see. We have WooCommerce and Google Google Merchant Work, Google Merchant WooCommerce, Google Merchant WooCommerce. Uh, complete a back create a complete backup of my new website. Seeking website designer with expertise in WordPress, WordPress. 
Zencart, uh, clean up my website, redesign landing pages, assist with conversion, update and refresh website. So he gets into some more general stuff, but it does actually seem like WooCommerce is a WordPress thing. So a lot of these first, a lot of these are WordPress related projects, which by the way, for all those people out there who uh, tell you, I did a video about this, but all, all the people out there who tell you don't uh don't do WordPress. Don't get into WordPress. Here, this guy is making half of his money on WordPress stuff. Probably more than half of his money. I mean, I don't know what the uh, I guess the, the the amount earned is a little bit less on those projects in particular. But this one here is twenty seven thousand on a WordPress project. So yeah, don't take that twenty seven thousand dollars because WordPress is icky. Anyway, I digress. But we come back down to his portfolio again, same idea, visually appealing a portfolio. Let's look at his skills. He's taking the HTML test. So this is what's interesting to me. Look at how little of these tests these guys take. Like they're not taking a bunch of tests. They're not they're not doing that. Like a lot of people, I get a lot of people ask me about these tests. This guy has three tests. It's the ODES readiness test, the English basic test, and HTML test. I mean, it's just this is this seems like it just doesn't matter all that much. You take the ones that are related to what you do, but mm, employment history, education, I don't I don't really look at a lot of that stuff, to be honest with you. Visually appealing portfolio, uh, over time, a job history, and a really good uh, overview a lot of times. And this guy's earned over uh, 30K total. Now, he did it in 261 jobs, so he's making a little bit less per job, but still, that's a that's a pretty big number there. All right, let me try and speed this up a little bit more. We're at Merit N. We're on number four, Shopify and WordPress expert. Official Shopify expert and WordPress premium developer with 12 plus years of experience. So proof. And then I build high quality website online. So what this is what I do. These are the benefits, clear communication, fast delivery, superb quality of design and code. Some other areas of expertise, Shopify, WordPress, WooCommerce, web app. She's earned over 200K and 161 jobs. She charges $100 an hour. So redesign ICL website, Shopify store updates, WordPress developer, website enhancements, WordPress website development, Shopify, new security page, cornerstone template, press release, web designer. So that's kind of a, a, a mix there, but there's... Anything that's repeated, it's WordPress and Shopify. Um, so her portfolio, again, all this stuff is fairly visually appealing. She has a before-after picture here, which is kind of kind of cool. Again, CSS test and U.S. English basic skills test, and that's it. Employment history, Shopify setup. She's a Shopify expert, and she actually links to her profile on Shopify that lists her as an expert. Proof, huge on proof. Uh, so yeah. All right. A lot of the same things, proof, 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 targeted, 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 uh, proof. This is what I specialize in proof. This is what I specialize in. All right, let's go with Delilah here. So Delilah is at a hundred K and 59 jobs. She charges 77 an hour WordPress developer, graphic designer. Actually, the reason I wanted to show you hers is if you want a good example of, someone who actually uses everyday language in writing their, their overview. This is a good example. So she starts off. My everyday world is filled with color, creativity, and logical problem solving. Uh, and so she's trying to, I think she's trying to make this pitch that she does both, both the technical 
coding side and the uh, the actual design side of it. And so she talks about how she kind of does both. She says, how can I help? I focus on functional design. This means websites and graphic mediums should not only look good, but work flawlessly. My background, and this is where we get into proof. I earned my bachelor's degree in computer science with an emphasis in studio art. Fused my programming skills. I had nine plus years of full-time professional web programming experience at an enterprise level, including seven years as a software engineer with IBM. My design experience spans back 10 years and includes graphic design, my skills, mobile development, special... Okay, so again... There's a little bit of kind of fluent language here, but it's she really does hit you hard with some proof. This is what I do. And even the like the where she's talking about the design and stuff, it's to make a point that she does both. So she's driving towards a sales point. Um, and it's not necessarily just a, like this outrageous claim. She's just telling you, I love both of these two things. I've done both of these two things. And I can do both of these things for your business. Work history, so website revamp, uh, cleanup and redesign, creative web designer, designer, sales page and training video development, uh, support for Shopify and WooCommerce, uh, fixes, Freeman Capital, Reach Capital, looking for front-end developers. So, again, the stuff that's repeated tends to be about design-oriented type stuff. Um, and then if we look at her portfolio, again, fairly visually appealing here. Uh, let's see, tests, the WordPress test, the Adobe Illustrator CS3 test, the Adobe Photoshop test. Only the stuff related to exactly what she does, not a bunch of these other uh, meaningless tests. Employment history is software engineer at IBM. That probably looks good to a lot of people. Graphic designer at Artfly. That's another one. Bachelor's degree in computer science, etc. So, again, taking all of these together then, um, you know, I, I kind of hammered on this as we were going through that. But to me, there's some lessons learned that we can derive from all of these. One, they're all pretty fairly targeted. I mean, the, the, the most untargeted one was probably the one that the title was web developer. But if you go into his overview, into his job history, it's all the same thing. And even his tests were all the same thing. So it's like the title was the only sort of outlier there. Well, if you got your overview, you got your job history, you got your tests all aimed at one thing and your title's a little off, well, you're probably still going to be okay. Now, it'd be better to get that title in line, but... Uh, the most of the rest of these are pretty fairly targeted. Magento, WooCommerce, WordPress, etc. The other thing that you will have noticed as we went through there is heavy, heavy proof. Not saying I am reliable, but instead talking about the things that they've done in the past. So uh, to to provide proof that they know what they're doing. They also. Uh, along with being targeted, they they they're they're specialists. So a lot of uh, one of them even said I specialize in. That's one of the things that I harp on uh, a, a ton. But they're all sort of specialists. You didn't see a ton of people that are trying to be everything to everybody. You had one guy that kind of spoke to that a little bit, um, but again, he that wasn't like his main main pitch. The other thing is. This was all really focused on the benefit to the client. So they really can tell that they've thought through what the client is after and what the client would want to hear 
And they're speaking to it from that perspective, not what they as an individual developer want to express about themselves. So you really got to think through what is it that the client wants? What is it that 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 they want to hear? And what are what are the things that you've done that, that you can do that would appeal to them uh, based on what they want? So it's all really focused on on talking about the client or talking about why the all this matters to the client. They always related it back to why it would be beneficial for uh, someone wanting to hire them. And then the last thing that's kind of implied in all of this, but you'll see that all of them deliver. I mean, if we look at these, a 99% job success rate, 97% job success rate, 99% job success rate, 100% job success rate, and a 99% job success rate. All of them are, are top-rated freelancers except for the, <laughs> the Stephen K., who's actually the one that's made the most money, which is interesting. But, uh, again, they all deliver very, very well. Uh, five stars, four and a half, five stars, five stars. Let's see. Oh, it doesn't list any other stars on here. But, again, getting all really good marks. So none of the marketing stuff I'm telling you matters if you if you don't deliver. So... These guys all deliver very, very well. All right, so last but not least, I want to go over some caveats because I know there's some of you watching this that are like or, or listening to this that are uh, maybe be like, yeah, that's great for them, but they have all this job history and so forth, et cetera. So I want to address some of these sort of caveats or objections. So first one, if you're new, yes, it's true. You won't have the portfolio. You won't have the job history. You won't have the job success score. You won't have the top rated uh, tag and all of that. So that makes what you say and how you target and all of that, that makes your overview, your title, your tags, all of that stuff even more important. The more congruent that is, the more specialized it is, the more specific it is, that's how you're going to generate the instant credibility that you will lose by not having this huge job history. Also, that's another reason why I say for your portfolio, it's better for you to go out and create stuff where you're showing people what you can do. You're not creating it for clients. You're just creating it on your own. So if you say you're a WordPress developer, go out and build four or five WordPress sites and then take screenshots and say, these are the WordPress sites that I built. This is the kind of thing I can build for you. You're showing them what you can do. So having that in your portfolio uh, is important. So again, all of these other things, when you don't have the job history and the job success score and the top rated tag and all of that, that makes all the things that you do have that much more important. So you can't get away. You can't be the guy who has web developer and then your everything in your rest of your profile is about WordPress. You can't be that guy. You got to be the guy that has WordPress in the title, WordPress in the description, a WordPress test, portfolio of WordPress projects because you don't have the work history and, and, and all of that to, to, to help you kind of fudge on some of this other stuff. So all of this other stuff matters more when you don't have that work history. So it's more important that you do this stuff. The other thing, to the, the kind of the second caveat here is you need to make sure that you address the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room, if you're new to Upwork, is you don't have the work history. So you need to quite literally say in your overview, hey, look, I'm new to Upwork. Okay, now you might not be, new, you might not be a new freelancer or a new developer. 
You might just be new to Upwork. You might be new overall, but you want to make sure and say, look, I'm new to Upwork. So if you look at my profile, I don't have the job history, the job success score that other developers on here do. Um, but, and then you can say, I've done this and I, I've, I, I built this thing. And I, you know, if, if it's, you're just out of college, you can say, well, I, you know, just got my computer science degree and I graduated summa cum laude and I had a 4.0 and I, during that I built this and this and this or, or whatever, some way to address it, but you can't just let it hang. You can't just let that be in their mind and not address it. You have to address it directly and give them some sort of reason and you have to be think of what that reason would be a legit reason why they would hire you over this person that has 400k total earned huge job success score why hire you over that person well you know i i'm i specifically do the thing that you want that's a big reason why uh i've worked on all this other stuff outside of upwork that is related to this and I have this experience and I created this thing and I worked for that person, etc. I mean, all of them, uh, when I first got on Upwork, all of my big name projects, Michael Hyatt, Inc. Magazine, Lewis Howes, Ray Edwards, all those people, those were outside of Upwork. So I had to bring those over and show people, hey, I, I'm new to Upwork, but I've done all this other stuff over here. So you have to address that in some way. Another way that you can do it beyond being specialized, beyond bringing your uh, up experience outside of Upwork to Upwork is also just charge less. Say, because I'm new to Upwork, I'm going to charge 50% of my normal normal fee uh, in order to jumpstart my Upwork profile and kind of get going over here. But this will end. So now the conversation that you start to, they start to have is I can get a $90 an hour developer. That's the quality I'm going to get for $45 an hour. And if you do a good job of specializing, of, of putting in your uh, building out a portfolio and, and talking about the, the experience you have outside of Upwork, they'll actually believe they're getting a $90 developer for $45 an hour. And now they're a lot more likely to hire you over the 400K guy who does cost $90 an hour. That'll help you get the job history and the job success score and the top rated status. And then once you have all that, you can turn up your hourly hourly rate to whatever it normally is to the $90 or $100 or whatever it is. Okay. So, but you have to address that elephant in the room. The final thing then is you always want to use outside network forces to help you build on the network. So, uh, the big thing here is content. And I harp on this a lot. A lot of developers don't necessarily want to do this. But a way that you can build trust with somebody before they ever hire you is by creating content that helps them in a way specific to the type of services that you offer. So one of the reasons why I'm here doing an Upwork video on uh, for for you to watch here and telling you what I know about uh, Upwork is because I have a course that's going to actually teach you the formula in depth and take you step by step through the process of it. So you can get a sense of what I know about Upwork and whether you want to learn more from me, etc. before you ever actually take the course. It's the same idea with with your services. Create YouTube videos where you teach people how to build a WordPress website. You don't teach them everything, you, but you teach them you know, small little things here. 
And as they watch your stuff, they'll be like, gosh, this, this guy or this girl really knows what, what they're doing. I want to hire them. And if you make a pitch at the end of your stuff that says, hey, if you just want somebody to do this for you, you can hire me, go over here to my Upwork profile. Or maybe it's your blog and you do written tutorials because you don't want to do YouTube. Or maybe you start a podcast like this or whatever. Whatever it is, creating content creates context. It allows people around you. It allows people to get to know you in various ways, your skill set, how you communicate. Like They don't have to look at your English skills test because they've listened to you on a YouTube video or on a podcast. They know what those, though they know what it is. So they don't even have to, they don't need to know about your skill writing, I don't know, PHP forms because they've seen you build a PHP form live on a YouTube video or in a written tutorial. So they don't have to guess. They actually get to experience you and that creates context around you. The more context you create around you and the, of course, the more positive that context is, the more they're going to trust you and the more likely they are to hire you. So use that to your advantage. Don't just go on Upwork and then hope you just get everything from Upwork. Start doing stuff outside of it to let people get to know you and, and what you're good at and what your skill set is uh, and then point them to your Upwork profile for them to hire you. All right, so that's, again, that's what I, I, I kind of take away from all of this breaking down uh, these profiles. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning, I have a course where I teach you the formula. So it's beyond just insights and so forth. We actually go step-by-step step through step one. This is what you need to do. Step two, this is what you need to do. Step three, this is exactly how to write your title. This is exactly how to do your tags. This is how to do your overview. This is what should go in your portfolio to create a coherent, co congruent uh, Upwork profile that will allow you to rank higher than you, you should probably should uh, being someone who's new to this whole course is focused on people who are new to Upwork. So ranking higher than you should being uh, an Upwork new to Upwork and then being persuasive, doing the things that make you naturally kind of built in proof uh, without having the job history or the work history and all of that. So again, that's Upwork101.com. I'm being really direct about it because I really strongly recommend uh, that you go through that. Uh, and learn that is going to make it, in my opinion, it'll make a big difference in how you go about working on Upwork. And a lot of these guys, I'm not saying that they listen to what I said, but a lot of these guys uh, and gals are doing what I walk you through in uh, that course. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to hit the, the like button, subscribe if you haven't. If you want to get all the past episodes and all the uh, the the subscription links for iTunes and Android for the audio version of this, you can head to johnmorrisshow.com and find all of that stuff. Also, if you'd rate and review the podcast, I would certainly appreciate that. The instructions are at johnmorrisshow.com. Just click the Start Here link and it'll walk you through how to do that. I'll give you Module 1 of my PHP 101 course free for doing that as well. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.